0: Today on Karina and Kirsten Get to Work, we're talking about procrastination. We can't believe how long it's taken us
1: to get to this topic. (laughs) We've been putting this one (laughs) off for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, we think we're so hilarious. Welcome to Karina and Kirsten Get to Work. I'm Karina Hoyer. And I'm Kirsten Barron. And we are here to talk to you about procrastination. And we can hardly wait. We
0: can hardly wait. We've been waiting so long <laughs> to get to this very juicy topic. We
1: actually cannot believe it has taken us. That wasn't a joke. We looked at We were like, wait, w- we haven't done procrastination. We haven't talked about procrastination At work? Yet? Yeah. Isn't that like a way? It, like 95% that- of people admit to procrastinating at work. And yet we have not talked about it yet. And the
0: author of that of that article actually said that she doesn't believe the other 5% don't
1: procrastinate. (laughs) She thinks they're just totally unaware. (laughs) She thinks that they're, yeah. So a hundred percent, a hundred percent of us procrastinate all the time. Um, Oh, but before we launch into the topic, I should say, why are we here? Kirsten? Oh my gosh. We are
0: here for women at work and we are here about women at work having more ease, meaning enjoy. Yeah. Because we want that. That's what we want. That's what we want. We (laughs) want ease, we want meaning, (laughs) and we want joy. And that is not too much to ask for. No, you can have it all. Yes. The trifecta. You can have the trifecta.
1: We are also recording uh, from the traditional lands of the Coast Salish people to acknowledge the land. On which we record. Live. (laughs) Exist. Hey, can I do a couple of shout outs before we jump in? Shout out, my friend. First of all, I want to say to Clint. Come on, buddy. You got to be able to tell the difference between our voices at this point. He still cannot tell the difference between our voices. No, he said we do a decent enough job offering cues like about our personal lives or talking. When I say things like Kirsten, what about blah blah blah? Then he's like, Oh, Karina's talking. <laughs> so (laughs) it's hysterical yeah i love this so much yeah so clint listens to every single one of our shows and helps us with our website it's so weird i talk way faster than you talk you think oh totally you do have a little bit of a slur and i slur
0: just every once in a while and i slur a little bit i just run my words together clint and then lastly (laughs) i have this sometimes lower voice
1: Well, and I also think you're smarter than me. So whoever is coming up with it, when you hear it, when you hear the (laughs) really good stuff coming off this podcast, 90% of the time it's Kirsten. So
0: Clint, those are the helpful hints for you. I talk faster than Karina. And my voice is often deeper than Karina's.
1: Yeah, especially when it's allergy season. My God, why why are we coughing and itching our eyes all the time? It's the winter. You and I are an allergy commercial. We I have allergies. Twelve season, twelve months out of the year. I do too. Okay, just ten maybe. Okay, wait. There was somebody else I wanted to say something to. Oh, yes. Also, Kirsten and I recently did um, our first public speaking engagement in, together since before COVID. When to, our first one together, our first one together, and mine in front of my first one in front of a real audience since before COVID. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that was I didn't realize that. That was cool. Yeah, That's and I good. I actually did a decent job of it coming on cold. You did a great job coming in cold. Yes. So we talked to a group of uh, business women here locally, and we talked about the five traits of high achieving women. Yeah, walking is, women to business. What a lovely group of women. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, so really
0: So uh, smart, interesting, engaging. Yeah, doing fun,
1: exciting things. It made me want to do more and more and more public speaking and teaming up with you behind a microphone in front of other people. That was really rewarding. And it was, I agree, it was really rewarding and so rewarding to like
0: be, to be on the receiving end of what the audience had to offer, Yeah. right? The people that were listening, that was really, for me, engaging and fun and exciting, Mm -hmm
1: not the talking almost to- as
0: much as you friend oh, thank- <laughs> almost as much as you
1: <laughs> not the talking in front of a microphone at each other into some you know into it's the not ether fundamentally fun it is fundamentally fun but that was also fun to get the get the feedback nice from shout the audience. Outs. yeah thank you mm, thank you okay and then my final thing because i can't obviously i don't talk to anybody but you so i save it all <laughs> up <laughs> for when we record i read an interesting quote and i'm curious if you mm. think um I wonder if you believe, like if you agree with it. The quote was Your career grows when you start taking opportunities that you're not qualified for. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like just all day long, yes. Yeah. I had, when I read that too, yeah, I had that same response like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. that is true. That's been certainly true in my career. The things that make me sick to my stomach when I say yes to and then end up doing. Isn't
0: that the funniest thing? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, if I'm sick to my stomach, I know that there's an opportunity for which I'm not qualified for and I better giddy up to figure out how to do it.
1: It's really interesting. And how our careers grow when we push up against those edges. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, I just don't, I've said this many times and I'll say it again. Growth is often less fun. Yeah. Right. It's work. It is. Right. It's not always joy, joy, happy, happy. In fact, I always experience my growth edges as
1: a little bit painful. (laughs)
0: just a little bit painful yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. but I think and I do too and I when I read that quote not only did I agree with it it reminded me of a statistic that I believe we've referenced before about some large a women, women apply for jobs when they are like nine, have 95% yes. of the qualifications mm-hmm. and men apply for them when they have about 70%. Super interesting statistic. Yeah. We have talked about that a lot. And so women, I want women who are listening to really, um, not embody, what am I trying to say? Internalize, embrace, embrace this quote that applying for the jobs when you have 70% it's saying yes to the project when it makes you sick to your stomach, pushing up against those edges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that quote. I'm actually going to, I'm going to put it somewhere where I can read it. It's again just a good again.
0: reminder to folks, right? It's a good, because we tend not to want to do the things that make us uncomfortable because for so many reasons, those are warning signs. <laughs> They're warning signs in our life. When, you know, so often we say to ourselves, pay attention to the warning signs. Maybe you don't want to be there. Maybe that's not really your true yeah. love. You know, that's your North Star. How do you get? So, so often we tell ourselves to, and we're going to talk about this today as well. Oh, yeah. We, we look at the negative emotions as stay away from that. Yeah. And I think it takes a lot of discernment to look at the negative emotions and figure out which ones to go for. Right. To
1: go through. Yeah. Right. And when you do, in certain cases, you experience career growth, Mm -hmm. which I absolutely love. Do you want to talk about procrastination? Not quite yet. Are you (laughs) ready?
0: No, no, I do. I'm just joking. I what do. I else talk can we about say? Procrast- no, we want to get to procrastination. Yeah. Because it's taken us 99 episodes to get here. I know. Mm-hmm. This is our that. 99th episode, listeners. I can't believe that, too. I
1: Recently, I referenced, I think it was at that What Can Women in Business talk where I said, oh, yeah, we've been doing this so long that when we first started, the what you know, podcasts were kind of a unique mm-hmm. notion. Some people had never even listened to a podcast when I was telling my friends about it. Yes. And here me we are too. now hitting the airwaves. Here we are. Um, okay. So procrastination, I guess we're just going to keep putting off talking no, we're gonna about get it right to procrastination. Is that just too cheesy? Did I just, it's yeah. fine. Okay, I accept it. So what is it? Because this is also a big, we had a little bit of a de- debate. I was saying, okay, I approach my day and I've got five tasks and one of them I don't really want to do, but I, so I put it off. And I do it third rather than first. Still get it done, but I do it third. Is that procrastination? Why are you laughing? I am laughing because you have about,
0: you just have no experience with procrastination. <laughs> you are so uniquely unqualified Aww. to actually participate. In fact, in some ways it's like looking at when you put something off or move it around or change it is really about time, time, and priority. Like I worked really hard to think of a time when you procrastinate. Yeah. I worked really hard that in and I just can't come up with one. No, I can't either. So I think you're <laughs> that's so, what I'm trying to
1: understand. So not so putting off the thing until like managing my my projects for the day.
0: In a way where you have the energy to do them, yeah. meaning I'm going to do one I love, two I love, three I don't, four I love, five I love. You're sandwiching, right? So you're arranging your day in a way that works for you where you get everything done. Yeah. Right? That's That's, not procrastination. That's time
1: management. Yeah, that's time management. That's time management. So tell me what procrastination is then. Oh, where do I start? (laughs) You don't procrastinate that much.
0: I I, I don't think I procrastinate that much, but I do. Definitely procrastinate and my clients can attest to this. Sometimes it's a time management issue and I don't call that procrastination. Sometimes something comes up that's more, that is really urgent and I don't call that procrastination. My procrastination comes with the big hairy frog. Like if I have something that's really difficult to do, I will unnecessarily postpone it. I'll put other things in front of it. Like, oh, I'm going to answer all these little emails that make me feel so good and productive. And then I get to feel good and productive, but I haven't done the thing I need to do. And that ends up really putting me in a situation where maybe I have to stay up late. Mm. Maybe I have to work, you know, a 14-hour day. So when I procrastinate, it tends to do harm to me in other places. I've never gotten to the place where, like, a client has fired me for procrastinating, but I know other lawyers who have. Uh That's really self-harming behavior, right? You do something that actually hurts you, and so it doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make sense that I put off my work because my clients are going to fire me. If my clients are going to fire me, I don't have any work. Right. Right? That is probably
1: procrastination at the worst. Okay. Right? So it's not just managing your tasks throughout throughout the day. It's really unnecessarily postponing decisions. Or and that, or and our that postponement causes you harm. Okay. Right? It causes you harm. Like
0: for me, it's like I have to either stay up late or work longer. Um, sometimes I, I've had to do things for free, which means I lose money because I feel like I owe the client something for my delay. Uh-huh. So it always, for me, has a really negative impact. Okay. So I think procrastination has a negative blowback on you. Right. That's an interesting frame. I have, here's an interesting one. I have procrastinated organizing my kids' art and photographs. Oh. I've procrastinated doing that. I've wanted to do it for years. I haven't done it. That's not procrastination, really. I said the word procrastinate, but there's no harm in that. Yeah, you're just putting it's off the It's all task. there. It'll be there tomorrow. It'll be there in 10 years. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. No one's waiting for it but me. So who? The, that's a time management issue. That's a priorities issue. Okay. Because there's no harm. Yeah.
1: Procrastination is truly, I mean, the, the procrastination is I know I have this assignment or I know I have this project due and it's due tomorrow and it's huge and big and I haven't even started and it's nine o'clock the night before. Yes. yes. That is going to have an impact on your reputation. It's going to have an impact on your work. It's going to have an impact on negative impact on something. Big and
0: small, right? Big and small. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I procrastinate in mailing something and I have to pay the expedite fee. Yeah. That's a big one for me, too. Oh, I didn't get there. Now I got to pay the expedite fee. You
1: know, you also you've I wonder (laughs) if the other side of this coin is um, what you I think you have talked about before. Like you just have a positive outlook or you're just an optimist. I'm an optimist. Absolutely. It's very it can be very difficult sometimes. So (laughs) that's an interesting combination (laughs) for sure. Oh my god! Okay, that is a good lens, and I can say I've put shit off that I probably that has harmed us. I I, I um doing social media. I'm going to talk about this forever. Oh, this I suppose, is right. Like yes, I know that we get more listeners and more likes and more uh, whatever traction in the digital sphere when I spend the time to do a social, social media, media post, and I put it off. I justify not doing it, you know. And so I do procrastinate that. Mm-hmm. I can say that for sure. You know, and other, and, and, but speaking of the negative impacts, did you see that study? It was um, Case Western Reserve University. Yep. I don't even know where that is. Oh, um, it is in Cleveland. Oh, okay. So they did a study. A, a very
0: well-respected institution, by the way, Case Western.
1: Okay, good. They did a study way back in the um, late 90s that found college-aged procrastinators ended up with, like, pretty significant negative impacts. Higher stress, more illness, lower grades by the end of the um, semester, et cetera. So there were, they did a study that kind of quantified at least for students. And of course that is, that's the negative impact for them. I also, in my reading,
0: um, found that it really in your work life, Mm -hmm. it can lead to a $15,000 decrease in income. People who have issues with procrastination, the further, those folks on the further end of procrastination, it, ends up with a decrease in your income Uh, you're less likely to be employed it's Mm, like you're mm -hmm. um, and you know clearly procrastination impacts our professional relationships our personal relationships all aspects of our well-being yes our psychological our physical our emotional relational financial all of it it's really interesting if you don't call your friend if you don't send the birthday card if you put stuff off right it mm-hmm. does have these pretty
1: significant impacts it's interesting to the reputational impact of the mm-hmm. procrastinator oh, like yeah. then you start getting you start becoming the person who can't be relied upon who always does stuff half ass at the last minute mm-hmm. or whatever that's <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I just laughing asked. at I'm just laughing at myself like here we are like pod, I'm just you know that I'm like making a list and I feel like I'm on roll and I'm just like I'm going to say something really smart and I end with an or whatever.
0: <laughs> but I think everybody knows what or whatever Yeah, is. or whatever.
1: You uh, you know what we I'm talking about. You have some very smart listeners. They know it what, They can fill is. in the blanks. They I don't can. need to spoon feed this to you people, okay? No. Of mm-hmm. course I don't. Anyway, point is procrastination procura, I'm going to just call it peinage. Procrastination has these pretty negative impacts yeah don't you think that's funny
0: though p nation no i don't actually. you don't like this. no not at all. <laughs> it feels oddly sexual to me which is why i don't want to do it
1: p not p okay anyway i love I it just, actually uh, you
0: go for it i'm gonna start saying p nation instead of procrastination i'm, I'm as open as i'm an open person i'm here to be open and accepting and to like learn new things
1: okay let's talk about why we procrastinate but before we do i will tell you why i don't procrastinate does that matter? Yes. Does it matter to you? And I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to sit here quietly. What? Why you do you think it? I'm going to? No, you say it. Because I thought about this episode a lot so I could come up with stories. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can offer you here, get no other than some general comment I just made a minute ago, is, and witty quips like p and a, she, you know, <laughs> you know you're going to say that at some point. In this. I don't procrastinate because I have anxiety about mm-hmm. tasks Undone. Mm-hmm. I don't and honestly. You doing the thing
0: relieves your anxiety. It
1: relieves the stress. Yes. To the point where I drive people around me a little bit. Sometimes a little bit. A little bit nutty. Just a little bit. Just because I need to get my I need to right. have it relieves it figured, the stress to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The 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 thing that's hanging out there. Mm-hmm. You want to check that box. It is too much for me to handle. Mm-hmm. And people, it's and I've had to learn how to trust that other, like, not force that upon other people. Yeah, to just let people do their own thing. It's not, I'm not very good at it. Oh, I think you are, actually. I'm getting better. Yeah. But a lot of people procrastinate for some of the same reasons. It's just the flip. Right, that the task itself creates anxiety. Yeah. And for me, it's the not doing the task creates anxiety. I think anxiety. we
0: have this tendency when we procrastinate to beat ourselves up about, oh, we're not good at time managing. The time management, oh, we're lazy. Yeah. Oh, we're not productive. Oh, we're shallow because we want to do social media, you know, whatever. <laughs> we have these really negative connotations with ourselves when we procrastinate. Yeah. And maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but, you know, as always, you know, I just, and I just pounded my hand on the chair and I hit my microphone in my Um, stressing of this, this is not about us lacking anything. Yeah. This is not about our badness.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. People do not procrastinate because Because they're lazy or not smart or bad people or Or
0: poor time managers even. Yeah. People procrastinate. It turns out from the research Dr. Cycle and Dr. Sirios have done a lot of work around procrastination. And fundamentally, it's about how we cope with the negative or challenging emotions that are created by certain tasks. Whether you're going to be bored, frustrated, whether it's hard, whether you're not really sure what you're supposed to do, whether um, uh, it's not rewarding to you, whether it's not meaningful, some negative thing. So when I have my big hairy frog procrastination for me mm-hmm. it's usually because it's difficult yeah and sometimes because it has no meaning like if i have difficulty without a lot of meaning that is really there's like i'm gonna put it off what's the point it's the it's nuclear really bomb, the bomb point? of procrastination for me
1: and you've used this term big hairy frog before but just for our listeners can you describe that so the big hairy frog is the big
0: unpleasant yeah task that you have Yeah. Right. I can do a lot of small, unpleasant things. Small, hairy frogs are easy for me. But the big project, the big drafting project that I know is going to take 10 hours and require all of my concentration, about 10 cups of coffee, one every hour. Mm -hmm. That's where I have my hardest time. Okay.
1: Yeah. And you're saying that according to
0: research. It's because it's hard. And. And it's not very meaningful. And and for me, it's not even about being meaningful to me because I do a lot of work for clients where I take on their meaning, right? Like I'm responsible for executing in the world their meaning. And this is a time when I don't think what we're doing even for them has meaning, but there's some reason we need to do it. Okay. Do you see what I mean? I do. A little complicated.
1: I do. You are complicated. That's my big hairy frog. I just don't want to eat it. Okay, and so you're avoiding, and you, and many, many, many other people mm-hmm. are avoiding some mm-hmm. negative emotion, mm-hmm. and, um, and by putting it off, mm-hmm. and, yeah, the researchers say those negative emotions are something that is boring or frustrating, difficult, ambiguous, unstructured, not intrinsically rewarding or lacking Mm -hmm. personal meaning. Mm -hmm. I mean, and of course, if something is any one of those things or multiple of those, of course we're not doing them. Of Mm -hmm. course it makes sense to put it off. What's interesting, though, about this is that, like you said, in a way, when you do procrastinate things that have no meaning, you launch into a cycle where this stuff repeats itself.
0: Yes, this is this is the problem with procrastination. So we have this negative feeling. Right. This is going to be difficult and take me a long time. And it doesn't there's not a lot of bang for the buck. When you I actually finish. had one of these this weekend.
1: You were talking to me about it.
0: Right. Didn't
1: you finish something last night that you've been putting oh. off?
0: Yes. Last night on a Saturday? Yes. I have been, I have had a big hairy frog. It's a drafting project.
1: What is a drafting project?
0: Writing. I have to draft a document. Okay. Just a contract and and a partnership agreement, some kind of drafting of a document. Okay. Um, So not drawing. Not drawing. Not drawing. No, just the writing. I have to write something. Um, (laughs) And I know it is incredibly tedious. Yeah. And really intellectually challenging. So those two things together, super tedious, intellectually challenging. And I also don't agree with how the client has created it. Okay. Like I would have done something entirely different, but you know, I don't get to decide. Right. Right. Nobody wants to always like Kirsten decide. I do. Thank you. Let's just keep so that So what'd you do instead? You put it off. How long did you put this off? Oh, I have put this off. Oh, I don't know. For a month. Oh, okay. And every time I sit down to do it, I say, well, I'm just going to go through my emails really quick before uh-huh. I start this project. And then I use all my time up going through my emails and I answer 30 emails and I feel so productive. Sure, I'm sure. like, oh, look at you, KB. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, last weekend I was going to do it and I decided, oh, I really need to clean out this cupboard above my washing machine. <laughs> And I felt super productive and efficient. Yeah. Right. But I end up with this. Then I come back to this project. Yep. I feel good. Then I come back to the project and I'm like, I got to find something else to do so I can feel good. Right. Yes. I got to find something else to do to distract me from this so that I can feel good. Yeah. And then I just have to. Well, we'll get to what to do about it later. But that, the where I will. I already had this big procrastination when you, who don't procrastinate, suggested we talk about procrastination, which
1: was a sign from God <laughs> to tell me to finish this, you know, what project? Yeah, and and you did it, and and you entered into, but the cycle that mm-hmm. you entered into, you're like, I have this thing a month ago you started in this cycle, and instead of doing the task at hand, that I've you done, could,
0: I've gotten so much done, you have gotten so much procrastinating done. on that big project, and that
1: <laughs> cycle. <laughs>
0: I've been so productive.
1: That cycle is the progress. It, c- it continues to repeat itself for people. And do people. you see
0: kind of the reward, the
1: pain, the reward, the pain, the reward, the pain? Yes. It's just a vicious cycle. That's exactly right. And we do pleasurable and distracting things. Okay, like cleaning out closets. And those of you who know, some of you are just like, like us and you know how pleasurable it is to clean out a closet. But we do pleasurable things mm-hmm. in place of the hairy frog or the whatever and the pleasurable thing is also productive Mm -hmm. so you feel great about yourself so Mm -hmm. you keep doing and you keep finding more and more Mm
0: -hmm. even the stuff like watching tv right That still in the moment provides you with distraction and pleasure yeah right so whether it's whether what you do is efficient or not you still, whatever you're choosing to do instead, provide you some kind of pleasure yeah. or distraction yeah, from this just uncomfortable feeling that you're facing with whatever works ahead of you. Yes.
1: And the problem is, and we know, not only is the problem all of those negative impacts we just um, articulated a minute ago, but we, the problem is that we get the payoff for procrastinating and We've made the task even more averse Mm -hmm. by putting it off Mm -hmm. because now it's even later or potentially even bigger. We've made mountains out of molehills in our minds. Then overlay what's going on in your brain and your amygdala, right? Yep. Then which when you get this like, okay, I have to back up. So you get a payoff when you procrastinate. When you're in this cycle, you get a payoff for procrastinating because you get something else done. Then you've also made the task even bigger for yourself, which creates stress. And then that stress associated with the task puts the your um, reptilian brain in the driver's Mm -hmm. seat Mm -hmm. and it makes decisions more challenging. It makes decisions to go ahead and tackle the thing even more challenging. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. It repeats itself. There's this really great TED talk that
0: I'll include in the show notes um, by this guy, Tim Urban. And he is a guy, I think he gave himself 72 hours to finish like his 90 page senior thesis. I mean, he's can like you believe that? the master of procrastination. And he does this great talk where he has, you know, he is at the wheel. He's got like a ship's captain's wheel, right? He's at the wheel and he has this monkey next to him in these like cartoon photos. And the monkey's like grabbing the wheel from him because the monkey like, oh, let's go do that. Oh, that'll be fun. This will feel good. Yeah. So he really does. You said reptilian brain and he talks about kind of a
1: monkey brain. Yeah. 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 His monkey mind. And in the pictures, the monkey is screaming like, yeah, distract and distract. Like all Come, these things. It'll be fun. Let's go. And then, and then 72 hours before the 100 page dissertation is due, the monkey is screaming. Yes. In a Oh my God! Right, it what have we a done? Panic. It's a panic. It's a panic, and then all of the emotions well up, and then you're yeah operating out of that amygdala. Is it the amygdala? The amygdala is the reptilian brain. I think part. so. Let's just go with it. Let's just roll with it, and then if it's different, someone can tell us later. Because I think we're on a roll. I do too. You know what? Okay, so then so we got this cycle. Clearly, procrastination is bad. Why are you people putting all this stuff off? I do not understand it, um, but. Uh, Obviously, you're getting something positive out of it. But but what was interesting, the most interesting thing about all of the reading that I did on this was not simply the impacts of procrastinating or why we procrastinate, but very specifically the future or the present self versus the future self research. It,
0: this was the most fascinating. Okay, so listen up. This is the most fascinating
1: take, part of this research. Pay attention. Can I cut to the chase on it? Cut to it? the chase, friend. Here is the deal: psychologists have been doing research on our brains. We know MRI studies are amazing things, and also a variety of other research, which we'll talk about. But what they have found is that your brain sees yourself, your future self, you a year from now or you know, 10 years from now, as a stranger. And so you do not act to benefit your future self. your future self because that person is a stranger to you in your mind why do we care about them it's the most fascinating thing in the world i can and so let's explain how they know this yeah so what they did
0: was they took mris of folks and they had them think about themselves in the present
1: and that lights up one part of your brain
0: A celebrity like Natalie Portman or Matt Damon. Right. And that lights up a different part of your brain. And then to think about themselves in the future. And
1: again, your future
0: self. And it turns out that the same part of your brain that lights up when you think about Natalie Portman or Matt Damon is what you think about when you think about your future self. I mean, that's not,
1: they're not in my life. That's not me. Isn't that fascinating? That's some stranger or superstar. I don't know. Whatever. Just the point that, you know. Yeah, Not you
0: right. You don't know Natalie Portman. You don't know Matt Damon and you don't know your future self. And that to me was like, dag. Yes. I've never thought about KB future.
1: No. And it's so weird to me. So of course, you know, I remember saying like, um, I remember doing campaign work and we would always, we always thought that information, like if you only knew, more information, you would do better, and that's not the case. People know smoking's bad; we still smoke. We mm-hmm. know, whatever eating, like we go through behavior. We do we go back to potato chips. Yeah, exactly. Because that's we my know thing, putting now? off the big hairy frog is going to is is negative. You should not be doing it. But we value our present current self with our present current distraction, yeah,
0: engagement, productivity efficiency over what over what future kirsten needs which is to get this stinking project done right
1: because that's for that that future kirsten is a stranger even even to the degree that there was one study out of princeton where um this woman uh what was her name emily Emily... pronin yeah you found this this is a really interesting thing
0: she created this nasty concoction of soy sauce and ketchup And she asked some questions about how much they would be willing to drink of this nasty concoction, and um, they they actually committed people who were committing for their future self committed to drink a half a cup a day. Yeah, but people who were committing for their present self would only drink two tablespoons that day. So we have unrealistic expectations we don't know who we are in the future like i'm gonna drink two tablespoons today why do i think in the future i'm gonna drink a half a cup right right yeah i am only willing today to like um Whatever it is, uh, eat eat uh, three fruits and vegetables a day. Why do I think in six months I'm going to eat 10? Yeah. And if I do, how am I going to get there? Because I don't know that
1: person. Right. I don't even, they don't even register in the same part of the brain as self unless you do a couple of tricks. Tricks. So, we so, love tricks. Yes. Yeah, so people who uh, were, um, is it Hal Hirschfield from um, yes. UCLA? Mm-hmm. He did, he, do, he studies the present and future self and he, did some um, studies where he showed people digitally enhanced photos of themselves into the future, and the more people saw themselves aging and got in touch with their future self, the more they were willing to act to benefit that future self. So much so that insurance agencies now have capitalized on that. You can go to a couple of different insurance websites. I I didn't do it, but I read this, and upload a picture of yourself and see digitally enhanced aging. And they think that that'll motivate you to get life insurance. Or no, to get life insurance. Oh, to buy life life insurance. insurance. Yes. Wow. Because why would... Or to... Or to buy health insurance or to insure your home against future whatever. To You know, to essentially- I had this really moment of this is sometimes when I think to myself how nutty
0: I can be. I had this moment thinking, oh, what service is the life insurance agency providing so that we'll be more healthy and da, <laughs> da, da, da. And you're like, no, 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 Kirsten, they want to sell life insurance. Yeah. I'm like, oh, of course, of course. I'm, yeah. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, it just yeah, took yeah. me a minute to catch up.
1: <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, so when you get in touch so when even just simply at seeing yourself physically as an old person changes how it lights up your brain. So I'm going to conclude from that, that probably like thinking about our
0: future self and like what we want for our future self and really imagining our future self. Like I want to be a lawyer who people can rely on to get things done when she says they can and to be organized and prepared, which means, you know, don't wait a month to get your client their drafting project. Right.
1: Yes. Which I think is interesting. When we think about how to overcome procrastination, that is precisely one of the suggestions is to try to get in touch with your future self. And I think a lot of the work that we do on our present self does that. Who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. Remember setting intentions? Remember? I I mean, one of my favorite things I think we've said on the air is you're going to be something You're going to be something. You're going to be something. Next somebody. year, yeah. next month, And so what do you years. want to be? Name it. Get get crystal clear on that and have that be the thing that anchors you. Even if it's a week from now or a month from now, getting in touch with that future self is exactly like you said. Who do I want to be? I want to be mm-hmm. a lawyer who's dependable. And of course you are. So this is ridiculous that we're even saying that. but.
0: But that's what I want to be. So I Mm -hmm. need to make sure my actions are consistent with that. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll eat my big hairy frog faster.
1: Yeah. So if you're sitting there thinking um, that this podcast is your pleasure, immediate pleasure, and it's it's allowing you to put off a task, I'm just going to say, picture your future self, but don't turn off the um, podcast. (laughs) 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 But think about, yeah, exactly, who you want to be. And um, also forgive yourself.
0: You know... This is what I was thinking about when I was driving over here to record this, Karina. Like, don't be an asshole to yourself. Yeah. Don't be a jerk or a dick to yourself. It is just not effective. It puts negative stuff into the world and the environment. It's a waste of your time and energy. The data really showed that this is this... um, Tim Cycle Dr. Tim Cycle again the data really showed that people who particularly in this in his study students who forgave themselves for procrastinating on studying for the first exam ended up procrastinating far less on the second exam yes so you will procrastinate less if you forgive yourself and you remove the guilt which is this negative feeling that you're that you have about procrastinating. And one of the main triggers of procrastinating in the first place. Yeah. So compassion research really shows and I just love this. I love this. Yes. When research really shows that kindness and compassion are really fundamental for dealing with those negative emotions and furthering our personal growth yeah which is sometimes not procrastinating kindness and
1: compassion for ourselves mm-hmm. i i know right that to me was also one of the greatest things that came out of this oh yeah be nice to yourself your current self and also which your future i think
0: self. really is echoing so many things we've talked about over the last 99 episodes like yeah well, i don't think we've come up with a time that says beating the shit out of yourself was a good idea no right don't be mean to yourself it really sucks. <laughs>
1: it's not healthy um also and not effective it's not effective um also you know something we talk about a lot too is also just being curious yes like trying to really address why are you putting this thing off Mm -hmm. what is the negative emotion you're trying to avoid i I love that then you at least are operating with hundred with information good information which my big hairy frog this past month
0: yeah I really didn't realize that I was putting it off because it was difficult until I thought about it. Oh. And I was like, wait a minute, why am I putting this off? And it was like, oh, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I said to myself, KB, you can do hard things. What are you getting so cranked up about? Yeah. You've done way harder things. Just yeah. do it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, once I recognized what the feeling, the negative feeling was, I was able to like run it through my brain and be like, okay, oh, yeah, that's not a reason not to do it.
1: Yeah. I said that to my kid a lot. Like, it's okay. You can do really hard things. Mm-hmm. You've done them in the past. Thank you, Glennon Doyle. It's a exactly. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a simple statement. But I, I do love that. Like you said, that you got in touch with why and that really changed your perspective on it. Well,
0: it allowed me to have some clarity and also to challenge my own emotional reaction, which is like, Wait a minute, Kirsten. You do hard things all the time. Why are you being this way about this? There's no reason to be. So let's just do it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It is funny how it's really hard to push through those kinds of negative emotions and realize it's never. You're never. It's never going to get. It doesn't really matter that I'm not excited about it. Yeah, there's I still never, have to yeah, do it. There's there's probably never going to be a mm-hmm. good time. So mm-hmm. let's just bite. It is funny too that a lot of the advice from researchers is just like just do it just start. You know, if you're, if you're a procrastinator, just get over it. Talk about the Legos. Well, you I say this and I
0: don't really understand it, which is why I'm asking about it. The,
1: the, um, I just remember when my kids were really young and there was, to- there were always toys all over the place and Spencer, um, I just re- had this picture of my kid kind of staring at the very unpleasant task of picking up all of his Legos and, when I was reading through suggestions for how to deal with procrastination, one of the researchers said, "Just do something. Break down the tasks into smaller bits, and just do something. And just do something. Mm-hmm. If, it's, if you're writing something, just get the title on the page. Just if it's you know, if you're tackling a major project, just put your work clothes on. Whatever it is, just start. And it reminded me of this Lego situation where he put it off and put it off. And he knew like we couldn't, he couldn't go do the fun thing he wanted to do until his toys were picked up and he wouldn't do it. And I didn't understand. I really didn't understand why are you just not picking up your, you know, darn Legos. And then it struck me. The task was too big for him. He could he couldn't, he couldn't see where to start. And so I said, put your Legos instead of picking them all up, put them in 10 piles and then, and then pick one pile up at a time. And metaphorically, I've used that with my clients a whole bunch. Just, mm-hmm. just put your Legos in piles and then start picking up the piles one at a time. And I
0: did that with my Big Harry project. Oh, yeah.
1: It was a, like a
0: 40-page document. And I kept saying, just do five pages. Just do another five pages. Just do another five pages, right? And yes. those were all manageable tasks, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So break it down into break these it down, chunks. The
1: chunks. Put your Legos in piles. And yeah, turns out that is... According to research, a great way to, to deal with your thing. Um, I also think like making an outline. Or like a you list. said, a list mm-hmm. or finding ways to um, block out like not even just like, OK, do five pages at a time, but like 20 minutes uninterrupted yeah maybe you put it on your calendar turn off your cell phone mm-hmm.
0: whatever yep um, i sometimes will put my timer on my phone to say i'm gonna just do this for a half an hour and then i'm gonna stop Right. I just start. And sometimes I just keep going. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, yes. oh, OK, I'm just keep going. This is fine. Yeah. Right. Um, what else, what are other things that you do? I really try and make it easy for myself. I really do. Like if there's a way like I can bring other people on or get help, um, if I can like stack it with something else mm-hmm. like something that I enjoy like sometimes if I have a reading of this okay this is this is a disclosure ready oh, if I have a wait. lot of reading to do I'll get in the bathtub and i'll read i love being in the bathtub everybody knows I brush my teeth in the shower because I want to stay in the shower longer right <laughs> no oh yeah I brush my teeth in the shower I floss my teeth in the shower because the only way and I would brush my teeth if I didn't take a shower just so you know but flossing Never, unless I'm in the shower. So I add it with a pleasant. I add something I don't want to do with a pleasant task. This is more about habits than anything else. But I do the same thing with unpleasant tasks. I had a group of friends once who used to weed each other's yards. Oh. There was like four women who would go from house. And I was not part of them. I wish I were. I'm mean, there's their friend, but I wasn't in their weeding group. And they would go around weeding each other's houses in a group. Anyway, just uh, stuff that just adds something pleasant, like a beautiful cup of tea or just something Some like a sort of reward. Yeah, or a treat while you're doing it. And I always, I mean, almost always give myself, I, I bribe myself. Mm-hmm. Like after I finish five pages, I'm going to go get a snack. Hmm. After I finished that project, mm-hmm. that big, the hair, big hairy frog that I just finished, I started planning my holiday dinner. Looking at recipe books, I'm on Pinterest, I'm on the internet, I'm on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, this is so fun. So once I finished my thing, I gave myself a big reward.
1: Oh, that's good. The bribes. I bribe myself. You know, one final thing I want to offer is when you were talking about that, it reminded me of some goal setting exercises we've done. In fact, the one we just did with the women's group a couple of weeks ago. Also remembering why. Your do- Why something is important. Why am I eating this big hairy frog? Because y- y- tapping into tapping into your why, why do I want to do this? Why is this g- a good thing for me? It anchors the task in your values. It anchors the task in your personal goals, what things mm-hmm. you want for yourself. You know, again, I know we just said that like picturing your future self. I want to be a lawyer who is yada, yada, yada. Therefore, I'm going to do this thing. But really tapping into your values, the reason why it's important to you today. Which for me is, I mean, the client
0: stuff is certainly important, but for me is I'm a person of my word. Mm-hmm. I tell the truth. Yes. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I actually do what I say I'm going to do because that's who I am. Therefore, I got to get this thing done. Right. I have to get this thing done because that's who I am. Why? Because I'm a person who can be relied on.
1: Yes. Yeah. Amen. Okay, Amen, we're Kirsten. Done. We're all done. That's it. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I love it. Thank you for, addre- for thinking about this Thank issue. Thank you for
0: providing all of the real-time data on procrastination for this episode. You're so welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. And next episode, 100th. Next episode is 100. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Get, yeah. out,
0: get out there and do it friends yeah, don't just, wait just go for it just take care of it sisters. make yourself a cup of tea and do it <laughs> talk to you later bye bye
1: Krina and Kirsten Get to Work is recorded and produced by yours truly Krina Hoyer and Kirsten Barron find all of our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts you can also find us on YouTube Facebook Twitter Instagram on our website or email us at yougettowork at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.